Welcome to Diacast, where the dress code is Pompeii Casual. Here at Diacast, our group of six occult enthusiasts play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. This week we are playing Monster of the Week, which I'm very excited about. It is literally a Monster of the Week game. It's famous, you've probably heard of it. It's kind of a cult classic. <laughs> we, yeah. we're, we're a group of occult investigators tackling monsters. It, you're going to enjoy it. My name's Nuki, and this week's question is, what is a superstition that you have? I have so many, because um, I got a lot of them of from my grandma. But my, wa- my main one is uh, when you see magpies, you have to salute them and say, hello, how are you today? Okay. <laughs> Otherwise it's bad luck. Uh, hello, my name is Matt, and I too have quite a few little superstitions that I wouldn't say they impact my daily life, Matt's, but like... The, the what, yeah, but like it's kind of one of those, like you don't necessarily believe it, but it's silly to take chances, isn't it? Right. Mm. So the one I'm going to go for is if I ever break a shoelace, I'll, I'm just that, that's a bad day. I'm convinced. <laughs> I keep my head down because I'm afraid of a bad day if I break my shoelace, especially if you're going Aww. down an escalator. Doesn't happen very often, but yeah, if I've just like if something goes wrong with my shoelace in the morning, I'm uh. like, right, keep your head down, lad, because today's going to be a dodgy day. All right. <laughs> I like that. Hi, I'm Jacob, and I genuinely, I don't think I have any superstitions. I do Touch not wood. believe that. Which <laughs> Sorry, yeah. means I have many and just think they're normal, but... Yeah. Uh, do I you gen- say break a leg instead of good luck? Not really, no. Um, do you say the name of the Scottish play? Regularly. This is alarm. <laughs> is your That's superstition... That's one I don't have. Macbeth's called Macbeth. Let's not piss about. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, it's called the Scottish play. <laughs> There we go. Um, there are many other fine works of Scottish literature. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I genuinely um, am struggling to, I'm genuinely struggling to think of any. I'll manage to cop out this way. I used to have a big, like, mental block uh, before my voice broke. I couldn't sing a high, the high D. Um, hmm. So the D of the octave above middle C. Um, <laughs> I just just convinced that I couldn't sing it. Even though I, it was absolutely within my range when I didn't know that was the note I was singing. Hello, my name's Peter, and I mean, I think it's re- I think it is quite a bit of a stupid superstition. I try and put on clothes before I leave the house. It's really bad <laughs> luck. It's yeah, really, yeah. really bad luck if I don't. I've I, heard of I, that one. Yeah. 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 It's. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's just really yeah, like bad things will happen to you if that doesn't. Ha- I mean, especially at the moment, it's November. Like, oh my word, you'll catch a death. All right, so now that we're all spooky and full of superstition, uh, let's get to it. So, who who are you? What are we doing? Right. Okay. This week we are playing Monster of the Week, which I am super excited to be running for. Uh, for well, I say everyone, we we are down a pair of H's, um, hmm. an, an H, an H, an, an H, H and an Ellen, um, for assorted valid reasons. Um, <laughs> we shall extract our powder yeah, flesh they, next their, week. Their mums sent them in some notes. We've checked. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, uh, this Monster of the Week is a game by Michael Sands, and it's powered by the Apocalypse, or run by the That's Apocalypse the Engine. Oh, um, okay. Which I still don't know what that means. Does it just mean it uses D6? No, it means that it uses um, it uses two D6s with mm-hmm. um, four or five stats using a fail, partial success, full success model. Oh, okay. um, because it was first developed for a game called Apocalypse. That makes uh, sense. Powered. And so it's the Apocalypse Engine. Uh, this is a gate. This is a very popular system, especially in the last ten years. You can also find it in Monster Hearts. Um, I think um, Spire, which is Grant Howitt's big game, uses a version mm. of it. I I think Blades in the Dark uses it. Um, it comes up a lot. It here and crops there. up. It crops up bloody everywhere. If you're looking for a ready-made mechanical system for a setting, 
So we are going to be playing, we, you lot, are going to be playing <laughs> um, a group of monster hunters out yep, yep. hunting monsters in the style of Buffy or Supernatural, um, various others. Grim, Pretty much just Buffy Grim. and Supernatural. Buffy, only <laughs> Buffy, those are the only Monster of the Week shows that have ever existed. Mm-hmm. And I've never watched Supernatural, so I'm just yeah. going in full Buffy. <laughs> I feel like you would enjoy some of Supernatural, Matt. Yeah. Too much. There's lie. too much. There's too much. It's too late now. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay. So um, we have mostly generated our characters. Yep. And we just need to wrap up some final bits and pieces, which largely is for my own sake. Um, I'm wondering if we want to wrap up these details within the context of the story i think that could be fun yeah yeah because we'll discover things about them as we go yeah Mm. that works that works that works uh it also means we get to uh kick right off so we zoom in uh our, our, our camera um pans in through the scattered clouds the simpson style to a um yeah a summer's evening in Exeter, Devon. Uh, specifically, the evening of July the 19th, 2020, when um, yeah, the sun is shining, it reflects off the surface, flat surface of the River X, there is barely a cloud in the sky, there is barely a breeze on the wind. Um, Ugh, Matt's perfect weather. Exactly. Nightmare. <laughs> Completely warm, no cold, ever again. Exactly. Um, the horror. The yeah, the scattered activity from the locals, because though we uh, the country is still you know technically in lockdown, cases are low and it's nice out. So people are you know there are scattered couples or or, or small groups on the cathedral green. Um, there are fewer people than there would be anyway because on a normal year not only would you have locals out you'd have students as well but of course many of them are away um so there is a slight empty feeling to the town um bit spooky a qu- there's there is a quietness and a stillness almost like bated breath that hangs over the entire place um our camera will zoom in to uh, St Bartholomew's street specifically to a car sheltering in the uh lengthening shade outside the entrance of the cemetery of that same name where two people are sitting and chatting this is probably your vehicle zambisi uh i have i've written down on my character sheet i have a van but i'll take Uh a car (laughs) Uh, yeah van (laughs) van also works van also works your vehicle in in his in his van uh sits the outcast well social outcast known as Zambezi Throbin. He is a um a stocky man of an accent I haven't decided, but I'm sort of going with this one for the moment. Kind of West Country South African. <laughs> Which kind of works for a name like Zambezi yeah. if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, it so, say, yeah. Social outcast mainly due to the name <laughs> <laughs> and the accent. Parents didn't give him an easy lot in life. Uh but he is um a local distributor of herbs. He <laughs> describes himself as a uh, freelance herbalist, uh, not not to anybody of a legal persuasion. And he is a uh, and he is also a um, professional dog walker. <laughs> um, he's been he's been doing quite well. Uh, re- well, he hasn't been doing as well as he would be doing normally because he's um, uh, well. The students have gone home, so he cannot um, mm. distribute the herb as much. However, uh, Damn shame. I know it's a real shame to small, smaller local businesses. Um, <laughs> uh, he's he's run into some weird stuff before. He's got a client called Dave. Always texts ahead to say, "Invite, uh, can you invite me in?" He never does. He always does business on the doorstep. <laughs> um, <laughs> not not my business to question. Fantastic. Um, the person who you are talking to um winona are you going incognito at all because um, you are technically <laughs> carrying out an illegal transaction right now so yeah so she she has done everything possible to disguise her identity by pulling her cap a little bit lower 
<laughs> um, Captain America stuff. She, yeah, she's very much not an agent of stuff. Um, I think I think it's because um, she's very much married to the idea that people might recognize her, and she likes being recognized. And she hasn't really made the connection that if the police happen to recognize her at this moment, that'd be a bad thing. Um, so sitting in the car is uh, yeah, Winona Thatcher colon ghost catcher. So she's um, she's the finest, bravest, and most flamboyant supernatural author slash radio personality in the South Devon area. I like that you specified the South Devon area. It's not even all of Devon. <laughs> well, Mystic Margaret has North Devon. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Medium Mark is getting pretty big in kind of the Exmouth area. So really, it's kind of South Mid Devon. <laughs> you, you did, um, uh, you did mar- manage to uh, inch Paranormal Pam out Paranormal of Paranormal Pam. Forget Paranormal Pam. She's so 2019. She's um, done. She's over. Even Zandizi thinks she's a hack. Is she, is she, <laughs> she turned on the Christmas lights at Ari St. Mary's? No, she has not. I no, she's not. Uh, so yeah, so we Thatcher. She's kind of she's she's basically one of those kind of celebrity, slightly weird authors who claims to have had encounters with all sorts of supernatural beings and knows, of course, how to deal with them. Um, and you can find her many books available at uh, several service stations along the A303. <laughs> Has uh, she jokingly <laughs> run for local office once or twice? Oh, she's she's run a couple of times, and then she's yeah. always claimed that you know dark spirits meant that she never got. The vibes were wrong. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So she's like appearance-wise, she's like um, she's in a I'd guess in her fifties. She's uh, she's got a merry kind of disposition. She's quite short, quite rotund, but in a very cheerful way. But she's also got like a slightly burned out hippie vibe going on. Like she likes kind of hippie pants and uh, she's got very long, slightly matted hair. And she's absolutely covered in like various bangles and charms that are supposed to like ward off evil spirits. Uh, yeah. And and she is currently buying weed off of Zambezi. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I think, of course, uh, as we've established... While your characters have had supernatural encounters, they don't necessarily associate each other with the supernatural. Um, so when you say we've had supernatural experiences, uh, I can't speak for the... So is that like, were we to, I don't know, encounter something supernatural in the next hour or two, mm-hmm. for example? Mm-hmm. Would, would we be like, fuck, this is new to us? and this, Or is it a bit like, we're like we, we, we may be new to each other, but we, are, we have at least handled supernatural stuff before? <laughs> I think you have had the soul-shattering, oh god, monsters are real moment. Y- you've All done right. that bit. In that case, then, may I just add a little amendment, which is that, um, yeah, that is her entire backstory, but then several years ago she had a, a certain supernatural experience that we'll learn more about when Luki talks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so since then she's been like she kind of had this moment where she was like right all of my books they were fake and I was lying but now I'm telling the truth I promise and everyone was like fuck off fantastic there so is a bit of a downturn like, fantastic so you've gone you've, you've got you've gone like attempted whistleblower and it's just completely yeah she tried flopped. to blow the lid off she tried to blow the lid off of the whole supernatural thing but her first move was like just so you all know everything I've said up till now was a complete lie but this time it's the truth <laughs> Cool. Uh, so you two are partway through this transaction, just kind of vaguely shooting the shit, maybe. I don't know whether you've actually um, indulged yet or not. That's for you guys to decide. Um, the... He definitely has. Yes. <laughs> you, don't, you don't mind if I roll down the window, do you? <laughs> Fine, I've got to, I've, Any sniffer dog that comes in here just ends up going for the dog treats. They go for the dentist things <laughs> first. Very clever. <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to note that this is not your normal pickup spot for ah. perfectly innocuous reasons, which mm. are completely rationally explained and not due to a subtle supernatural compulsion at all. You <laughs> have um, decide you have ended up coming quite out of your way in order to end up at this spot at this time. Do you get confused by the new one-way system? Erisa, what perfectly rational reason do you have for coming this way at sundown? So Erissa is a joy junkie. Um, she is of the monstrous playbook, and um, she's actually a fairy. She's a changeling, and when you take the monstrous playbook, you'd have to take a curse. And the one I've taken is pure drive. One emotion rules you, and hers is joy. Oh so. The problem is, she's kind of addicted to it, 
Um, and it's very bad for her. So she spends a lot of her time trying not to get too happy because someone <laughs> told her a knock-knock joke once and she woke up three days later face down in an empty tub of Neapolitan ice cream in Margate <laughs> covered in glitter. She does not know what happened. So... <laughs> <laughs> so she 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 works at the library she goes bird watching she talks to very boring people she does a lot of very mellow activities she also smokes um the the very very good parsley that zambezi provides <laughs> um and she was getting a little too happy today so she thought she'd take herself to the graveyard <laughs> to, <laughs> to calm down a bit <laughs> so she is on a walk at the graveyard um she is walking her cat. She doesn't like cats, but she okay. thought having one might help. <laughs> so she's walking a black cat. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> oh, a little bit of is... Yeah, whose name is uh, Sabrina. Naturally. Sabrina the black cat. Of course. Um, yeah. And she's got her on a little harness, like the people who walk their cats do. Yep. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. You're walking uh, from inside the cemetery towards the main entrance, where outside which this van is parked, and something just catches your attention. Well, first of all, um, Winona and Zabizi, something makes you look up, and you see uh, Winona particular. Yeah, Winona, you see this person who is from your past. Yeah, except you might not recognise her because when you saw her. When she was like sixteen, and you were the one who found out she was a changeling. Um, so do I not as... know you? Do have I not seen you around town? The small town. You might town. have done. That's a very good point, actually. Because yeah. when she was sixteen, she looked like a normal sixteen-year-old. Now she's she's twenty-six, and she's very goth because <laughs> um, after discovering her changeling nature, and the more she delves into um, her drive of joy, her fey appearance starts to break through so she hides it with um elaborate clothing and very very thick makeup or, uh, and wigs as well you probably met at the library because i imagine winona is somebody who in grand displays of charity goes and donates her own books uh, yes, yeah I, i've done several done several book launches there several several signings yeah, yes so you've, you've met um, and we've we are on you know tacit terms yeah i think it's like I wouldn't call us friends. We're, we're aware of each other. Oh, well, um, Erissa doesn't have friends because well, that's dangerous. Because that's too joyful. Yeah. That's that, far that too joyful. you can't imagine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so you definitely recognise the goth librarian who's sad all the time. Cool. Um, I will I'll say, ah, Erissa, and then I will immediately kind of duck my head underneath the dashboard and hope you don't notice me. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, you... Look up a second later to find that um, something has pulled the attention of Zambisi and Orissa away. So through the fence railing, Zambisi, and a little ways away from you, Orissa, there is a funeral taking place. Oh, jackpot. What time is it, sorry? It's uh, daytime, right? Eve, it, it is nearing sundown. Sun's just touching the horizon. Cool. Yep. On a cool. summer's evening. So it's close to nine o'clock. Okay. Hmm. And this is a very discreet gathering. Uh, limited to one slightly nonplussed looking priest, four pallbearers, um, someone wearing what looks like kind of carer's uniform, mm. um, like a social carer's uniform, and uh, some sort of legal type. Yeah, immaculately pressed grey suit, briefcase. Looks like exactly the kind of person that um, Arissa would enjoy talking to if indeed she enjoyed <laughs> such things. Um, <laughs> well, no, the kind of person Erissa would hate talking to. Which is why she and talks to them. that's why she would absolutely yeah. seek them out. Fantastic. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah, there is uh, a coffin disappearing into the ground uh, on, on ropes. And this priest is a fairly young-looking man uh, just finishing off the, the, the dismissal, you know, the ashes-to-ashes, dust-to-dust section. Um, he comes to the end of the uh, reading and kind of shuffles a little uncomfortably at which the legal type gives him a significant look. And he then sort of coughs embarrassedly and says, as, as was required by the deceased, um, our dearly departed Doris, uh, I shall uh, read out a short extract 
that she apparently penned um, in her last days. <sighs> Arissa is so freaking uh, like, yes, yes, this is what I <laughs> need to chill right now. So we're just, <laughs> this is we're, the... just, we're just watching a funeral from a van, which is, I a, feel pu- like... which is a very normal thing to do. I, I feel like, Zambezi, the key piece of context here is that the two of us are sharing a smoke. And so uh. the two of us are just staring through the windscreen. <laughs> it's just transfixed in curiosity, in childlike <laughs> curiosity. <laughs> I... Does this look like the local vicar? Hang on. Yeah, is this a vicar that we've seen around? That's a great I, he, he he's not actually a local. He's not a local. Um, oh, oh, Wallocks. Uh, I agree, all oh, Wallocks. <laughs> That's still true. working out the voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can see the priest just physically have to stop himself from saying, "Like, hear the words of our Lord." But then he commences, "O keen of eye and strong of heart, oh, I call on you. For now, my part is done." The hour is late and wolves press at the gate. Summer's crest is hunter's boon and harbinger of mortal doom. Your order now, your cross to bear, would be to act, not stop and stare. While wood smoke stays to hounding cry, the key lies in the forebear's eye. And then he kind of uh, coughs to himself and uh, folds up the piece of paper he was reading from. Uh, The service worker kind of... Uh, sniffs and wipes away a tear. The lawyer nods in a satisfied manner, and the um, grave diggers start to set to doing their work. Interesting. Mm. I would like there's, some, there's something about this which is just faintly uncanny. This entire thing. You're telling me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> a, I think the choice of poem for number one. <laughs> is this... You ever heard, Winona, you ever heard anything like that at a funeral before? <laughs> uh, no, I have Well, well, you know, this one time I was at a funeral that was uh, by a proper... Good, you know, you're not interested in that right now, are you? No, no. I've never heard anything <laughs> like that before. <laughs> no, I'm, I ain't buying your book. Erissa, <laughs> um, like, pops her head in the window because she can hear... I ain't buying that! Both of us hit the deck. (laughs) You pop up at the window. Down. I've been to a lot of funerals, and this ain't a normal thing to have said. I don't think. Oh, oh. I like um... to go to funerals. They're uh, helpful. (laughs) Oh, Arissa. Hello. Hi there, Winona. Hello. You all right? Well, yeah, fine. Absolutely fine. I was just, you know. Sitting here of a nice sunset evening, just sitting in my friend's car, watching a funeral like normal. Eris, do you want? What are qua- you doing here? Do you want a quaver? Got a quaver? <laughs> we got like five bags in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always keeps, always keeps stocked, you know. Uh, good without a quaver, thanks. Uh, Does your cat want a dreamies? You, uh, I might have one lying around here somewhere. <laughs> Zambezi, you got any uh, uh parsley? Uh, yeah. I'm running a bit low. Yes. I was hoping I'd run into you sometime uh, this week. I really want to ask someone to read a bad situation, but you're doing exactly the fucking opposite right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, we will. We will get back on the plot in just a moment. But first, we're going to do a drug deal. Yes. <laughs> the key lies in the forebear's eye. Right. Can you put the text in the chat, Jacob? Uh, well, no, not right now cheating? for a very specific reason. Um, yeah, so I was going to try and note some of it down. Yeah, mm. I can so, help out. Yes, so um, the, the, the key tenet of this game, which I really fucking like, is lead with narrative. So don't name the move you're using. Oh, I Just say what you're doing, mm. and that and allows you to out. use the move. So um, nice. if one of you wants to describe how you're helping the other collaborate... Uh, he's just going to get out a uh, set of post-it notes from um, his pocket, uh, mm. and is Zambezi is just going to start note. He's going to try and note things down, very much in like a word cloud. As a goth librarian who avoids happiness at all costs, Erissa has probably read and heard her fair share of weird, poetry. melancholy yeah. poetry. Uh, so... I will give you this one for free. The priest specifically said. The buried wrote by wrote this in her final days. Yeah, I I wasn't thinking so much that we're trying to identify the poem so much as like, are there, is there phraseology in it that that 
either Winona or Arissa or, or Zambezi is like familiar with? Like, um, are they referencing any specifics, or is it just a lovely, gloomy piece of poetry? Okay. Um, Investigator mystery. Yeah. If so, so, someone roll plus cool. I'll do that. I'm so cool. I've even got CDs. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so I rolled a seven plus one is an eight. Okay. Your help grants them plus one on their roll. You also expose yourself to trouble. Who no. Mm. I will keep that trouble in mind, <laughs> but for now, if someone else wants to roll plus sharp. I would like to roll plus sharp because I have a, an, a thing in me next to my sharp. What does that mean? Oh, I don't have a bloody yeah. clue. Neither do I. Never mind. Uh, I will roll plus sharp. An eight. Uh, so I've rolled six and three. Uh, so that is... 9 plus nine. 2 is 11. That is a... 11. Pure success. Ha ha! Uh, on ace, 10 plus, you do what's called hold 2, which is you basically have uh, two questions you can ask. Uh, mm -hmm. Ask the keeper one of the following questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Right. So when you say it's a hold... So you have effectively... You have two questions in your hand, effectively. Yes. And you can spend a hold to ask a question from this list. Right. And so, But I don't necessarily have to ask them right now. Uh, or do I have to ask them right now? No. Well, all I'm think So all I'm thinking is the obvious one, which I will ask straight away, would be what is being concealed, concealed here? here. Yes. But I feel like... And none of the others really apply unless I have any more information. Um, so what jumps out now is... Um, Summer's Crest, a phrase that jumps out at you, particularly with, oh, Orissa, the strange, like, fairy girl. Hello. Tomorrow Hi. evening is the summer solstice. Ah. It's midsummer. Oh, yes. oh bugger. Summer's Crest. That's tomorrow evening. The other thing that you notice as you ponder this, and you look down, and uh, the cat that she has uh, is staring at something in the graveyard is staring towards the graveyard sabrina the teenage cat is a very fluffy black cat. <laughs> very fluffy black cat is standing there with fur f with fur fluffed ears back tail up not actively Arisa, hissing but your, your your cat looks worried <laughs> she uh she looks down and she scoops sabrina up and she like what's uh what's up there girl what are you seeing um, and she gives gives her the tickle behind the ear that she likes. Fantastic. Uh, I kind of tempted to make you roll under pressure because your cat is on a, t a, a, a wire string right now. Um, <laughs> do, do you want to put her? Uh, do you want to put her in the back of the van just whilst we have a little looky? Because in the van that smells entirely of dogs. <laughs> just, just hot box the cat, all right? It's, it's, look, it's not the best plan. You got any I... catnip in there as well? You know what? I do actually. <laughs> Oh, if you get her some catnip, she might calm down a bit. You know what? <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. Fuck, I, fuck I, it. Fuck it. Let's let's do this. Uh, <laughs> let's get high with the cat. Uh, the, I I because the thing is, I've got oops. If you want to stumble across, uh, I'm going to stumble across something important. And Fantastic. <laughs> How are you stumbling across something important? I've got catnip <laughs> in the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Uh, Very clever. Okay, so when you what, what, what's the actual full text of that script? Uh, if you want to stumble across something important, tell the keeper. You will find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. <laughs> I've copied oh. and pasted it directly from the rulebook. You want to stumble something important. Fantastic. Good boy. Um, the stumbling is, I think, you reach out to take the cat off Iris's hands. Mm. Cat goes fucking ballistic. Ah, uh, unsurprisingly. You lose the grip on the cord, uh, Erissa. Um, oh, kitty, kitty, kitty. And um, so the cat bolts uh, straight into and up the trouser leg of the priest. Oh, <laughs> my Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> Be no. Uh, who was walking towards the entrance, having done his duty. Um, and there is a flurry of yelping and scratching and, you know, 30 seconds later, um, Cat is being held in a weird reflection of the beginning of that Lion King movie. <laughs> uh, out of robe's way. Um, and you've noticed that the scrap of paper that he was reading from 
has mm. uh, fluttered out of the kind of case that the priest was carrying and oh. has fallen into a nearby hedge. Ah, uh, wonderful. I am I am now uh, going to leave the vehicle and walk up and just go, I, I, I'm so sorry, I was trying to just, I was trying to take it, just sort of give it, give I was just trying to... Oh, it's quite, uh, it's, it's quite all right, 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 it's quite all Let me just take that off your hands. Uh, can I roll? Oh, he uh, didn't like that. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Okay, okay, okay. She's this. a girl. Uh, she oh, she yeah. didn't like that. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry, miss. Uh, is, is this is this your cat? Is this your cat? Yes. I feel like she wants to not be here right now. Mm. Yes, yes, come here, come here, Sabrina, come here. Cool. Uh, he, oh, uh, no, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. That she, uh, she's, no, no she's harm having done. about no, five minutes. Yeah. No, harm, no harm done, no harm done, man says with a deep cut over his eyebrow. Um, <laughs> oh, that, that, I mean, I mean that'll, that'll buff out. Um, I'm going she's, to, got, she's got very clean claws. Uh, so whilst um, Arissa is having this conversation, I'm just going to lean over and nab that bit of paper, thank you very much. Uh, you do that without any trouble and look up into the watery grey eyes of the legal type. Oh, who ah. was um, who was standing alongside? It just looks you up and down, and just uh, gives two, a... me- uh, two meters, please, uh, if you don't mind. Um... <laughs> he is standing precisely two meters away from you. Well, oh, that's very good on him. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, sorry, dropped a receipt. Uh... He chuckles to himself, like humorlessly, uh, says, "And so the debt is paid, I suppose." And it takes you a few seconds to register. That was a really weird cadence and a really weird thing to say. And you turn back and he's gone. Ah. I'm going to start saying ominous stuff like that to people in random situations. Yeah, you'll get thrown out of Starbucks. Um, the priest is... Um, I mean, honestly, um, it's exactly it's exactly the kind of ending to an exceptionally weird day. So, honestly, I'm not even surprised at this stage. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I, I would quite like to not be here. There's... Plenty of other things I would... Oh, oh of, of course, of course. Is everything all right? I just... I Covering for Father Brompton, who is, you know, the usual one, while he uh, recovers in hospital. Um, oh, what, hap- what happened to uh, Father Brompton? I should give him a visit. Hospitals can be so depressing. <laughs> yes, um, tragedy upon tragedy. Apparently this was one of um, his uh, longest-serving parishioners as well. Oh, no... Such a pity when these old uh, when these old ones um, old ones pass. She seems uh, she seems to have outlived everyone who knew her. Can I? Um, uh, I'm going to attempt to get the attention of Arissa and or Zambezi. I'm having a depressing conversation with a boring man. You will not drag me away. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to mouth name. I, w- I want you to get the person's name. <laughs> ah. Um. I don't know if I have to roll for some kind of communication thing in order to achieve that, but I'm just like, name, name. What I'm going to do is, because you're trying, the priest does not want to be here mm. anymore, but you, Luke, you're trying to get him here to get your feet, get your fill of anti-joy. So I want you yeah. to roll manipulate someone, which you can roll with plus weird instead of charm because of your unnatural appeal. So I have a oh. plus three. Here we go. That's a six and one is seven plus three is ten. Fantastic. Wonderbar. So you, I think when she does this, her eye, you get a little tiny flash of the, of the cat eyes. Mm. Like not enough that the person she's manipulating sees it, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you've manipulated someone into doing something yeah. for the reason that you gave them. So I think even if you are being like subtle and fey about it you clearly give off the the vibe of someone who wants to sort of the vibe of someone lonely who wants someone to talk to and that's pretty mm. much 50 percent of what a priest does every day um mm, true so you don't have to tell him uh in order for him to sit and humor you um i think when you next need to act under pressure you're gonna have a plus one because Ooh. you've got a suitably grim conversation out of this guy <laughs> what particular information do you want uh, I want to know the name of the person who died mm-hmm. and how they died and why there um, are no family members att- attending the funeral. Cool. Her name was Doris Hatherum. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, written yes. down on a post-it note in sort of very, very, very loopy writing. <laughs> her name was Doris. Her name was Doris Hatherum. 
she appears to have been carried off at the ripe old age of 97. Oh, um, good innings. Zish. By mm. a combination of... The doctors were never sure, but it was like dementia or uh, Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. Something like some neurological decay. Mm. Um, though they were never able to work out exactly what. Yeah, a combination of that and the pandemic mm. uh, carried her off. She was, yeah, no one else is there because she seems to have just outlived everyone. Like even her, like even her dog packed Aww. it in last year, apparently. Oh, and his ashes have been buried with. According her. to the <laughs> uh, yes, um, social according to the social worker, Doris Hatherum is a name that rings a bell to you, uh, Arissa, because she was mm. a patron of the library at which you work. Oh, I'll mention that. I'll say, oh no. She uh she used to come by the library. She came to our book clubs. Oh, that that Big doesn't that doesn't her. that does not surprise me. She um yes the arts and particularly um yes particularly the libraries, the centres of knowledge, the university are all uh, worse off for her having departed. The, um, the university, she uh she did some work up at the uni. Um, she she would give to knowledge associated charities, that sort of thing. Ooh. Uh, She's meant to have co-authored a couple of volumes about local folklore. Oh, I think we have a we have some copies of our books at the library. Actually, I remember her being really happy mm-hmm. to see him there. Yep, that must have been before it really set in. Apparently, she uh, apparently Janice, the um, social worker, couldn't get any sense out of her. Um, like oh. hap- happily bonkers, but utterly bonkers. Oh, oh, what kind what kinds of things, poor. Poor, I poor couldn't... Woman. I'm going to stop with the West Country accent. It's not working for me. Um, <laughs> honestly, I couldn't tell you. I didn't get that far. You'd have to to talk to her wherever she's gotten to. Um, but now I, 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 I really do need to be going. Oh, of course, of course, of course. She's still holding Sabrina, and she like makes her do like that waving a poor thing mm, at him. The claws are still out. <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye, Sabrina. Uh, he shudders Say slightly goodbye. and moves on. I, uh, I, I glance at. <laughs> Zambezi and Winona to see if they got all that. Um, yeah, uh, Zambezi has been taking notes like a reporter, uh, <laughs> just flipping through his post-it <laughs> notes, and he's sort of half folding the half folding them in sort of ugly fashion. I, I I'm quite happy for the conversation to have moved over near the entrance, so um, you can have them just kind of pasted willy-nilly across the dashboard of the van. Yeah, yeah. So he's, <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, yeah. So he's got all the post-it notes pasted down. He's like, okay. Uh, library patron, bit weird. Uh, in her old age, was weird. Wrote very niche books, you know these kind of uh, these kind of things, and it's sort of all all splayed out a bit like a word cloud. Uh, that is also going to lean over. Arissa. Yeah, all right. Now, also something I snagged, and then I'm going to from my sleeve pull out the bit of paper, open it, and I really hope it's got words on it. <laughs> Before you read it, can Winona just snatch it and read it aloud? Yeah. Purely because she's just a bit self-absorbed the, and she wants it to be in her voice. Are the people still around? Um, so the legal types departed. The priest is shuffle is heading off. Um, social worker is nowhere to be seen. The uh, the funeral people um, are in the process of filling in the grave. Other than that, there's 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 no one around. Um, and it is actually as you look up you realise that it has gotten uh, it's started to get dark um, I think Zambi so you have to flick the interior light on yep. um, see what you're doing is there a light in this thing? ah brilliant right <laughs> okay right she's, she could put, she's going to apply her reading glasses so. <laughs> uh, and I, okay I don't like the bit about mortal doom sorry sorry you're reading you're reading I, I do, I do apologise quite, quite, quite Zambezi listen <clears throat> did I ever tell you that I used to do Shakespeare <clears throat> Oh, keen of eye and strong of heart. Eye with an, with an eye. Ah, that... Oh, hello. As in the letter. Yes. As in the letter I. Yes, as in not I see you, but I as in me. <laughs> oh, keen of eye and strong of heart. I... That's also with me, I. Okay. I call well, yeah. on you for now my pa- My part is done. The hour is late. And wolves press at the gate. Summer's crest. Now, that, that's the solstice. Summer's mm. crest is hunter's boon. Good time and to hunt. Harbinger, 
That means like it brings things. Harbinger of mortal doom. Quiet, Zambezi. Harbinger of mortal doom. Your order now. Your cross to bear. That now that's Christian imagery. I know that one. Okay. Would would be to act. And that's wood spelled W O O D, as in chopping wood. Would be to act, not stop and stare. While wood smoke, that's wood as in wood chopping again, stays the hounding cry. The key lies in the forebear's eye. I spelt as in me. Now there's a lot to unpack there, isn't there? Well, she was, uh, the the priest did say she was going a bit doolally in her uh, later years. Mm. So they, you know. Now, 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 listen, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Only ladies. I beg your pardon? Only one lady and one gentleman. Sorry, oh. I was, I'm, I'm used to addressing larger crowds uh, <clears throat> at book launches and stuff. Now, listen, I, I'm a student of literature and um, I read a book once called The Wide Window by Lemony Snicket. Okay. <laughs> In which okay. there was a secret code if you found spelling mistakes. I've, I've just started to do pirate voice as well. I'm going to try and stop that. Right. Uh, there was, if you got their spelling mistakes in there, there was, that was a code. So I'm just going to go through the note and see if I can find a code. Okay. Uh, and that's what she's going to do. Uh, that sounds like investigate a mystery to me. Yes, it does. I'm happy to do it legit or to roll or a combination of the two. Um, I'm not sure that's the whole mystery. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that is it. We've solved it. Mission over. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we got? We got Summers. I love riddles. As a side note. Uh, so you got but this one, we've all climbed into the back of the van. Yeah, we're all sitting there <laughs> passing another biffed around while we're trying to decode it. And Sabrina is happily sniffing on some catnip. Yeah, like cat, catnip, catnip and some uh, apology dreamies, which he has fished out <laughs> because he, he bought them thinking they'd be okay for dogs, and it turns out it's not. So so the thing, the thing before I noticed the spelling mistakes, the line that stuck with me was mm. the key lies in the forebear's eyes. So forebear, right, ones that came before, literally... Mm. So I would, yeah. that's why I wanted to know the name. I wondered if there's other Hatherham graves in this graveyard and uh, we are meant to seek them out. Perhaps one of them has an eye in the title. There is an eye in Thoris, for example. Yeah, yeah now, I, that's what I want. I, that's what, I, that was my um, instinct, numero, mm. numero uno. Yeah. Well, I, so on that note, Erissa, as I've said, regularly walks in the graveyard. So you may because, know already. Yeah, well, also, she takes very close notice of the gravestones because she's looking for the sad ones or the dramatic ones. Ah. So could I maybe do a roll for, um, no, you know, if I remember seeing any? I don't think you need, I don't think you need to do that. Um, let's see. Um, I think no Hazarum graves, apart from evidently Doris's. Doris. That said, um, you do recall seeing a couple of Hazram names in the catacombs, which are <gasps> a part of this cemetery. When, when you suggest that we might be looking for other Hazram graves, I go, well, there are some in the catacombs. Lovely, lovely place to sit at. Very I, depressing. I think we should go and check out the catacombs, and I will tell you why. No. Why? And she's going to bring down a little reading glasses and look over you with her over her glasses, like in that kind mm. of slightly librarianish way you're so familiar with being a librarian <laughs> yourself. Um, and she's going to go. <clears throat> so, O keen of eye and strong of heart, I call on you. For now, my part is done. The hour is late, and wolves press at the gate. Now, listen to this, right? Sabrina loses her mind, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah Sabrina, Sabrina. Um, right, and right, all of you are immediately transfixed um, by this sound that goes straight to your core. Can I wind the windows up? You can <laughs> wind the windows up. As you wind the windows up, you notice that um, it is dark outside. In fact, oh, great. the lamp, uh, the streetlight that's like right next to the entrance has just stuttered out. Um... The... Full beams, full beams, full beams now. Zambies. Yeah, full. Yeah. I think we Fuck. should leave the graveyard. I, I think there might be terrible things trying to do terrible things here. And uh, uh, I, yeah. I, I look. Okay. Firstly, while wood smoke stays, the, while wood smoke stays, the hounding cry, and I'm going to point to the uh, <laughs> uh, the angry cherry in. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll grab grab lighter straight away. And, right, right, right. The angry cherry. The, uh, the end of the um, of the bifter. 
yeah, the end of the bifter. What? Because it's called it's... the cherry, the end of a cigarette. Oh, right. The cherry. Sorry, I'm, I'm through. <laughs> Stop using weed terminology. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I wasn't a cool teenager. I'm sorry. I had to Google it for four hours. I'm saying that legally so that I knew all this. <laughs> I've seen Cheech and Chong. That's how I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I grab the lighter as Zambezi gestures at the end of the cigarette. Mm. Um, the herbal cigarette. So, oh. I mean, like, let, let, let's 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 face the music, right? We, we're dealing with a werewolf here. <laughs> we might be dealing. We might be dealing with wolves. Okay, right. Well, then, what's Wood got to do? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Winona knows I'm a fae, but Zam Zambezi doesn't. I don't think know that I'm fae. Should we maybe like you kind of you pause because you're not sure if you can trust Zambezi and Winona can just look at you and I'll just go. It's all right. He's cool. Mm. <laughs> well, I can tell that. <laughs> no, I, no, he's the... he's cool. <laughs> I, whatever. Um, we uh, listen. There, there are weird things out there, but one one old woman's dying, doolally poem don't mean. Did you not read the bit Harbinger of Mortal Doom? Uh, at which <laughs> point, yeah. uh, at which point, Zambezi, you switch the floods to full beam. And they reflect off the eyes of something standing on the top of the car in front of you. Oh, right. Nobody panic. Okay, Nobody turn panic. to go. Turn to Reverse. go. Turn to go. <laughs> okay, I need you to act under pressure. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I'm, oh, too, I'm good at this. I'm a cool With a dude. minus one. Because the fear you're that shit. has... You, <laughs> a, you're stoned as shit. B, you're... Um... Telling ghost stories in the back of a van at a cemetery. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> B, that howl is still, like, kind of rattling around inside you. Uh, 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 dear Keeper, I would like to do a what could go wrong. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, hold two. You may spend you may spend your hold two, inflict plus one harm, reduce someone's harm suffered by one, or take plus two forward on an attack act under pressure roll okay so i think your fight and flight instinct kicks in in this stage and your yep. instinct is fight which means you don't hit the reverse oh oh yeah <laughs> yes let's go forward yeah, no, no. <laughs> fantastic so um. <laughs> okay so i think this will act counters take plus two forward to act under pressure yes and which means you're now at plus one on top of whatever your normal cool would be yes which is a plus one. Yum diddly yum da day with a plus two to this roll. Let's hope it goes well. Oh, oh, guess what? It did not. Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> oh, no. We got a seven. Seven to nine. Failure. Worst outcome, hard choice or price to pay? Brum brum, fellas. <laughs> I think, yeah. So you stamp on the accelerator, forgetting to put it in reverse first. And the... <laughs> Happens to the best of us. And the van yeah. springs forward like a galloping steed. Um, uh, you have just enough time to comprehend that what you're seeing is a vaguely canine figure, except it seems its eyes are too large. They are like saucers. Um, mm. It's an anime dog. And its form, it's almost like it's made of smoke, which streams Ooh. backwards in your headlamps, as if like smoke in a high wind, revealing mm. this kind of strangely pallid, almost like slippery texture underneath Ooh. it. Um, oh, good God. Oh. <laughs> it is standing on the top of the car in front of you, ah. which means that it is looking down on you, because this ah. thing must be a good four or five feet tall at the shoulder. Well, hitting it with a car doesn't... <laughs> At <laughs> which point, <laughs> your van smashes into the bumper of the car in front of you. Oh, ah! And it kills the headlamps. Oh, oh you bloody idiot! Uh, <laughs> it, and something heavy lands on the roof. Right, all right. Devil dog on the roof, devil dog on the roof, <laughs> devil dog I, on the I, roof. Winona would like to use her extensive knowledge of folklore, mm -hmm. <laughs> of which I'm sure some is bullshit. Uh... Mm. She has heard a rumour that um, werewolves always recognise their, their names. Uh, so she is going to uh, say Doris, Doris Hatherum, <laughs> and see if that has any effect. What's your intent here? So my intent is to in some way placate it and or buy time for somebody to come up with a plan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I want you to act under pressure. Um, Alrighty. Bear with me a moment. Yeah, I want you to act under pressure, so roll plus cool yep. with a minus one to it. Uh, ooh, ooh, Winona. Uh, she has rolled an 11. <laughs> Winona. Okay. Doris. There is... It's not quiet. The alarm of the car in front of you is going off. Um, ah. <laughs> the van has come back up on its suspension as if something has moved off the roof. Okay. And it's quiet around you. You have just the faint, like, the silhouette of the night sky uh, of, the, of the buildings around you. You've got the last of the sun's light there. Um, mm. And there's nothing around you. I'm grabbing my cricket bat and a dentist stick. Yep. <laughs> I will I'll grab my main weapon which is uh, my umbrella <laughs> I I grab my cat yeah. <laughs> I do, do you think it's best to leave them here um, yeah I'm going to put her in one of yeah. your little cages I give her some treats I, I go I'll be back alright Sabrina <laughs> and then I, I take out my knife oh bloody hell <laughs> <laughs> what all, all this time, the cat is almost rigid and mm. staring in the direction of the graveyard. Is it over there? I I think we should just get out of here. I, I think we are both the least and most qualified. <laughs> now listen, whatever's happening here, it could be a danger to the whole of Bartholomew Street. Yep. So we've got to fix this. <laughs> Oh. Perhaps even Sidwell Street as well. <laughs> well, no, no, you know I don't like to get involved in these things. Now, listen, she's going to kind of scramble round to face you in this, like, cramped van <laughs> and kind of gesture at you with her umbrella as you say, Now, listen, we didn't ask for this, but we've been put in this situation, right? Now, between the three of us... What are you fuckers done to my car? Uh, that's going to be the right. priest, isn't it? <laughs> uh, not the priest, but just someone has come down out of a flat, and you can start to see a couple lights come on. I was, I was, I was going to quickly turn to Zambezi and um, Arisa, and I was going to say, right, you guys head into the head into the graveyard and look for other uh, Hatherham graves. I'll be with you in five minutes. I'm just going to deal with this gentleman here. <laughs> no, no, you, you're going to want me to deal with him, Winona. <laughs> you know what? You're what I nod. Your way is best. All right. <laughs> Um, okay. We'll go into the graveyard. <laughs> also, he's going to take two bags from the glove compartment. We've got to bury these. Uh, <laughs> right. I'll what? take all the lighters that uh, are in the car. Um, cool. As you're getting out and like kind of wondering what to do and stuff like this, can I get one of you to read a bad situation for me? You want me? Yep, I can do that. Yum diddle, yum diddle, yum diddle, yum diddle, yum diddle, yum diddle, yum diddle. Is that the Zambezi's theme song? Yeah. Nobody talked to me about copyright. I got a 10. Exactly. On a 10 plus, hold free. One hold can be spent to ask the keeper one of the following questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? What's the best way in? Um, I mean, the best way into the graveyard is the front gate, right in fucking front of you. Uh, <laughs> cool. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Cool. Um, you see that um, the silhouetted figure in the doorway uh, is throwing out this light, which is reflecting gently off a pair of saucer-like eyes hidden in the deep shadow three or four metres off to the interrogator's right. Hmm. Uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? Because I don't want Talkie Man to get bitten by... Probably convince them to stay inside. Okay. I'll do that. Cool. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, so it's a uh, woman in her 40s with a, a dressing gown kind of clutched around her and big fluffy slippers <laughs> uh, heads down her front garden uh, across uh, across the road you see the saucer like eyes just as they kind of duck down out of sight okay i don't waste any time i hop out the van i walk straight up to her and i go it was an accident your insurance will cover it you need to go back inside uh can i roll to manipulate her with my magic yes because you're kind of giving these straightforward commands yes yeah Three plus five is eight plus three is eleven. This is how I do math. Fantastic. I have to do it out loud. <laughs> Fantastic. Um you in fact interlace a little bit of magic 
with this. Um, and you, in fact, inflicted a small gas on her. Oops. Um, <laughs> a minor one. Yeah. But she just, mid-stride, just spins on her heel with a crunch of gravel. And at the same outraged stride as she came down the garden path, straight back round, in through the front <laughs> door, which closes behind her. Oof. Every time Arissa does that, she gets, like, her cat eyes mm. come out for a moment. And she has to just take a second and go, Whew. Yeah, you just kind of shake it off. Right. Right. What are we doing? I think we need to head into the cemetery as fast as possible and try and lure this, this wolf beast with us. Yes. Yay. Can we do, like, a sort of knowledge check to see exactly what we think it is and what it's doing? Um, That would be investigating a mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd need a narration as to... Rob, there, there's no rack your brains check. Yeah. She's going to kind of, like... On one of uh, Zambezi's post-its, it's going to like draw a little sketch of what it looked like. Mm. Cool. To see. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Give me plus sharp. Uh, well, this is with a minus one ongoing because of the howling. Oh, well then, seven. Hold yes. one. So, one question. Uh, one question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What's being concealed here? Uh... What sort of creature is yeah, it? Yeah, okay. Um, the the way that it just kind of vanished into shadow. Because that's not how a werewolf No, and does. the whole shadow dog thing. Um, there are a lot of local legends in and around the Exeter, Devon area. Um, it's a hotspot for legends of black dogs, which are also known as Grimm's. Um, hey. Uh, the Grim. The Grim. Uh, Where the Grim. <laughs> yeah, which are meant to be, uh, they're meant to be heralds of misfortune. They are sometimes associated with the Wild Hunt. Um, theoretically, <laughs> oh, no. like, uh, servants are uh, sometimes called like servants of Satan. Um, one particular variant is known as a Yes Hound. Oh. Yes Hound. Great. Does it always say yes when it's asked if it wants to go? Yeah, it's yes. uh, it's dist- uh, along with its distant cousins, the no hound and the free bag full hound. Um, <laughs> I just like the idea of a dog with a lisp. Yeah, woof, 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 <laughs> for dinner i have biscuits right right we've, um, we've gone on a bit of a tangent <laughs> okay so we have a uh, a, yes, a yes hound outside of the cemetery so um i don't know if this would come under knowing what it is but do they hurt people or are they just harbing us um or do i not know ambiguous that? excellent no. we got an ambiguously dangerous as in, as in yes um hound. sometimes sometimes they are like Sometimes they are characterised as follow you to the ends of the earth hunting dogs. Sometimes they are characterised as they just watch ominously. All right. Okay. Am I am, am I uh, in the cemetery proper yet? Are uh, you near that be... bush that we saw earlier? Which particular bush? The one. Uh, so you said when the the note of the poem fell out of the vicar's hand, it fell by a bush. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be, you can be by right. that bush. I think you're about halfway between the entrance and Doris's grave, which well. its new its new stone is just like reflecting the All right. the meager light. I wish to forage in this bush. I want to try and break off um, some twigs. Specifically, I'd love some if there's any dead leaves or some dry stuff. Uh, yeah, you have some. Uh, you pick up some miscellaneous small twigs. Um, yep. Very well. Uh, I will pocket the misc twigs yep. uh, for later use, and then I want to use all those lighters that I grabbed from the um, from the from the van. I want to try and set lights to some dry leaves, and then just drop it on the bush with the hope of creating like a must of smoke. I'm cool. like fanning it with my uh, yeah with my jacket. yeah. This is going to be. I'm going to call this act under pressure, and with yep. that minus one ongoing. Cool, cool, cool. So acting under pressure with a minus one ongoing. Okay. Oh, blooming heck, we're known it. Right, so she's rolling 11. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, yeah, so you you get those twigs together. Um, yeah, you're able to get some of them to catch. It's like you, you, you bundle some leaves up in them, like like a bundle of chopsticks almost. Yeah. Um, and you get them to catch. And yeah, so after a few moments, you have this like 
this chunk of wood burning in your hand and you scatter it onto the bush, uh, which creates this um, this bloom of smoke. You do, do I notice any reaction from the geth the yeth hound? I keep wanting to call it the geth hound. <laughs> the yeth hound. The yeth hound. Uh, you well, I mean, you don't notice the yeth hound at all because ah. it's vanished from sight. Victory! <laughs> uh, it vanished from sight when um, Arissa was uh, looking at it. But um, looking around, you have this faint, like, embering bush. Um, you have successfully set fire to a bush. Cool. Yeah, no, no immediate Yay. obvious events yeah. otherwise, but I have successfully... Yeah, yeah so you just have yourself, you know, the path. Um, uh, like, between the two of you, you as a group know where the catacombs are. Um in this place you also have doris's grave itself with its new earth you know the the gravekeepers have packed up by the stage they're gone well i mean is, is there new earth or, or has it um i mean it's the, 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 we started with the coffin being lowered in so well let's investigate that because what i want to know is is this yeth hound bombing about is it actually doris or mm. is it come here as a harbinger of doom related to doris's death uh mm. give me uh that will be an investigator mystery role Roll plus sharp. Roll plus sharp. With that, that was a nine minus one. Oh, so eight. Sorry, I forgot about the minus one. It's an eight then. Okay, hold one, and I refer you to the list of questions earlier. Yep. I'm gonna go for what happened here, even if the answer is an old lady died. Like <laughs> what happened? Draw closer to the grave. The grave is quite stark. It's um, polished stone. A candle has been set at the um, the base of the headstone, which mm -hmm. allows you to see that there's a place for like a, a bundle of flowers to be set, uh -huh. like an inset pot. Yes. There is a bundle of dry sticks in it. Hmm. You're also close enough and will say that you can make out the inscription. R.I.P. Doris Hatherham, her dates, a Latin inscription which I will happily translate, but I, I, I'm quite proud of myself for translating that. Oh, yes, yeah, so, so let's, let's have a go at the Latin first. Uh, rego verito regerit. Give me a minute. I'm very rusty. Um, <laughs> something about truth. Yeah, verito. In something there is... Re, re, reg, in... Regere... Oh, bollocks. I'm so rusty. Um, ro, oh, no, rog, Rogge is ask a question, not Regge. Most, most podcasts have a sort of issue gaining access and other things. We have an issue that we can't <laughs> translate Latin quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing that stands out about the gravestone is about half the space is taken up by a great big engraved letter I. Engraved big letter I. Not the I of Doris, just nope. a big I. There's just a big um, I letter. The I of Doris. With what looks like a circle of some kind um, in the middle. Uh, it's clearly hmm. a, It's clearly an insignia of some kind. Hmm. Going back to the Latin... Uh, no, no, it's like like rego and reg regerit. Like regerit is the future tense, maybe. Yes. Um. I will oh stop. God, nice. I will stop your struggling. No, let me let me have one guess. No, I want a whole podcast of Matt trying to translate. Some, Latin. There's some. There's partis <laughs> The ut is like a participle or something. So it's like it's something. A... I I rule. This is actually quite mean. So listeners, the full the full phrase is ad rego verito regerit. Now stop the podcast and try to translate it on your own right now and send in your answers to our Twitter. Correct answers on a po uh, on a postcard to eleven something street, Canada, <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> the intended translation <laughs> until the true king returns. Oh, it's not the same meaning. Uh, cool. Oh my god, are you bringing us into a flipping Arthurian legend? Until Peter? the true king, the once and future king. So, the stage has been set, the characters introduced, and the Keeper's hand revealed. Things are getting Arthurian, baby. Many questions remain unanswered, however. What is the connection between Doris Haveron and the Round Table? What further secrets will the crew uncover? And just how long will it take them to remember that there's a shadowy hellhound actively stalking them? Until the two king return. Aye. Is that a one? Is that like the first? Oh, I know. 
Exeter's Exeter's Roman name was Isca. This is correct. This is correct. Okay, so yeah, I for Isca. Yeah, they're doomed. But all that is to happen next week, folks. Until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. You can also now support us on Patreon. We would absolutely love it if you considered giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Luki Slim, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkmans. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans. The Diacast's theme was composed and performed by Matt Lovett, while this episode's theme is Midnight Creeping, composed by Jonathan Shaw. This episode was edited by Jacob Wall. This week we are playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the die are cast. <laughs>